following is an encore episode of the Biz Tools Podcast. Any email addresses, web URLs, or other time-specific information may no longer apply. Please visit davidaspect.com for more information. Thanks for listening. This is David Specht, President of Biz. In each episode of the Biz Tools Podcast, we ask you to rate us on iTunes. Now, we have made it easier than ever. Just enter biztoolspodcast.com slash iTunes in your web browser, and it will take you to our page in iTunes. There, you can rate us. For Stitcher radio users, go to biztoolspodcast.com slash Stitcher to rate us there. Thank you for listening. Now, on to this week's episode. Biz Tools Podcast, Episode 14. Welcome to the Biz Tools Podcast, practical advice for today's busy business leader. And now, your hosts, David Speck and Jerry Frentress. Welcome to the Biz Tools Podcast. I'm Jerry Frentress. And I'm David Speck. And we're here. We're your hosts for this episode of the Biz Tools Podcast. By the way, Biz spells is spelled B I Z. Tools Podcast. David, what topic are we covering today? Well, today we're going to be tackling the subject of business image. And this is one of those subjects that a lot of people just don't get. What do you mean business image? I have a building, I have a staff, I have a product. What do you mean business image? And what we're talking about is businesses have to have more than just a physical location. They almost they need a face. They need they need a persona, if you will, in the in the marketplace because people tend to like doing business with people they like. And so today we have in studio Molly Corbett, who is with Molly Corbett Photography in Shreveport, Louisiana, and she's going to share with us some of the things that she's learned in the commercial photography business with regard to business image okay this is a fun lady you're going to enjoy this interview we're here in studio with molly corbett welcome to the podcast molly good to see you today thanks i'm molly for having me hi like your hair hey thanks <laughs> and as we said in the intro molly is all about company image she is a professional photographer and this is what she focuses on for the majority of her time so we wanted to bring her in and just talk a lot about company image and what that means molly kind of give us a little bit of your background and 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 what you do today in your business sure um, i'm actually a military bride i um, married my husband 10 years ago and then about three years after that he brought me down here kicking and screaming <laughs> to shreveport louisiana and at that time i was an amateur photographer i love to do it uh, for pleasure but um I was also a stay-at-home mom. I had a five-month-old infant son at that time, and I was really looking for a creative outlet. I'm a very creative and outgoing and passionate person. And I was channeling all of my efforts into taking care of my son and losing a bit of myself. Mm -hmm. So I came to photography as a business, really as a lifeline to restore who I had known mm -hmm. myself to be. And so, um, you know, as you can probably imagine, a stay-at-home mom image, you know, there might need, need to be a little <laughs> My, shifting. Yeah, a little, little shift. Yeah, and so I call it the uh, get-out-of-the-yoga-pants syndrome. <laughs> so, because um, I was doing yoga pants in Target a lot in Starbucks. Uh, but image for me was it was absolutely essential uh, for an upgrade for my business to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. um, I started out doing $20 sessions at the Duck Pond. And um, and that was great. I mm -hmm. cut my teeth in my business that way, and I was I was glad. I'm glad for that experience. 
But when you're trying to get the attention of the Louisiana State LED department, mm -hmm. it's a different market than getting the attention of a mom with two cute little kids at the duck pond. Right. So you've got to really, uh, you've got to step up your image. And it's not just about what you look like. It's about what you're reading, who you're hanging out with, mm -hmm. where you're spending your time networking. Are you spending your time <laughs> networking um, and it really uh, image is what transformed my business from being that $20 duck pond session shooter to the commercial photographer that I am today. I've been across the state of Louisiana three times for the LED and I'm happy to say I'll be doing it again. Well, fantastic. What are the things that, that we've noticed and, and let's see if it resonates with, with what you've seen is that People want to do business with businesses they connect with, meaning they're just some sort of connection to the owner, some connection to the product, some connection to the the um, the core values of that company. Now, it's more than just an item and price thing anymore, oh, and yeah. that and that that image has to be intentional. That that you've got to go out and have an idea of what kind of face does your business want to have, and it doesn't always have to be a human face, but you know certainly the the picture of the owner or the or the or the head honcho guy is important. Have you seen this in the circles that you travel that that more and more people are looking for ways to connect their business to people through imagery? Well, certainly, and uh, part of what I, uh, where I office my business is indicative of that. I office Molly Corbett Photography out of Cohab in downtown Shreveport, and that's a shared co-working space mm -hmm. where entrepreneurs uh, rent desks and work across the desk giving referrals to each other. I mean, it, that's not the purpose of being there, but it's the, uh, the organic uh, dynamic outgrowth of being there. And, uh, you know, they say in real estate, it's all about location, location, location. Well, I say in business in general, it's all about relationship, relationship, relationship. It's really important, uh, not only that you be looking for people that can help you, but you look for people that you can help. You know, when you're a good friend, you, you get friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's, it's important to, um, to market uh, what your friends are doing. I'm, I'm constantly reaching out on Facebook and saying, hey, I got a great haircut this morning. Thanks a lot, Aubrey at Chemistry Hair Salon. Or, or uh, I've got a new friend who's doing um, you know, a web-based business. He's building websites and, and mobile apps and I can holler out for him. In fact, um, I have a good friend who does uh, mobile applications, uh, James Lambert, Lambert Applications. He's doing a an app for Mudbug Madness. It's the first festival in the area that's going to have its own app. Very cool. To show you parking and all that sort of thing. Um, what's if you need, if your kid's hollering for a corn dog, you can find out how to get a corn dog. <laughs> I mean, that's important to me. I have a six year old. So um, and James, uh, you know, we wouldn't have been able to facilitate that if we hadn't trusted each other, known each other, and established that connection um, together. And um, I think it's really essential in in marketing. You know, that kind of stuff's free. Mm -hmm. You don't have to pay for that. And if you're being a good friend on Facebook and a good friend in, on LinkedIn, that's free too. And it's um, it's a really great way to grow business organically just by being a good person. Mm -hmm. Jerry, you've dealt with a lot of this image in the radio business because every radio station, the DJs have an actual persona, a personality that you try to connect with the listening audience. How do you see businesses taking hold of the image thing in a greater measure today than they, they ever did? I've always uh, contended that people like to do business with people that they know or think they know. Mm -hmm. It's hard to connect with someone 
just through words mm-hmm. and say Jerry does this and does that and but once you see a picture of Jerry or Molly mm-hmm. or David <laughs> you immediately have a have a connection yeah. and then I I always I believe that people uh, <clears throat> what do I believe what's that we're in sales oh, all the time, and our yeah. number one product is us. <laughs> we're, we're all in sales. We're selling all of the time. And our number one product is us. Yeah, I, that's that's absolutely how I feel. I may not be posting about my business, but just me posting is posting about my business. People, I there's not many friend requests I don't accept on Facebook, and I'm always running into people that know me, but I don't really know them. And that's okay because we can get to know each other. But, um, you know, occasionally it accounts for awkwardness and I have to unfriend somebody because they crossed a boundary with me. But I'm a good boundary keeper, so I'm okay <laughs> with that. Um, I'm not afraid, you know. But, uh, yeah, when I'm when I'm out in, and about, I, if I go to Artini, it's important I be there. It's important I be wherever the, the thing that's happening that weekend. I need to be seen and heard from. And, um, and I need to see people and hear from other people. That's how my business, it's a constant cycle. I'm constantly feeding the work that's to come months ahead. I can't ever rest on the month now, even if it's a good chunky month. I need that business to keep coming. How much of your business is done on referral? Oh boy, a lot. Most of it, I would say. Um, In fact, I'm considering joining a networking group uh, just to try and get some business from folks I don't know. Um, the phone is ringing by itself uh, right now. Um, the state job has been really good. Um, and I have to thank the NLEP for that. Uh, my connections with them, they've hired me locally for legislative receptions and so forth. Just very small jobs but th- that were important to them. And my name's gotten tossed around in their offices and, and you know the NLEP is connected statewide. So I got that call from Baton Rouge and boy, was I glad to get it. When a business comes to you looking for image, what what are some of the major things that they ask you for? What? Okay, when I'm taking like a headshot for somebody, or um, or I'm trying to help them uh, shoot the right photography for what they're they're trying to get across in their community. One thing is, what kind of business is it? Is it professional? Do you need or not professional? But is it formal? Do you need to be on a on a black backdrop with a good light and a studio? You know, your standard um, Olin Mill style. Mm-hmm. Uh, professional portrait, which a lot of people think they need, but then, um, you know, there are urban settings downtown that I can shoot people in really place marking, uh, mm-hmm. areas, you know, the festival plaza sign, the arch from that is a real good one. Um, just to show that you're doing business here right. in Shreveport, Bossier. Um, I like to do that kind of like to get out in the field because all those other photos start to look the same. Mm -hmm. But uh, the ones that are by location, I love to photograph someone in their business. I did a lot of that for Christmas in the Sky two years ago when I was their designated photographer for the auction book. I wanted to capture because it's a business, you know, let's say it's Capital One is uh, is given money to uh, Shreveport Regional Arts Council for uh, the Christmas in the Sky Uh, event. So you want that person's photo, but you want to couch them in their Capital One environment. So I look for interesting and strategic ways to capture someone. Um, And here's a good like pro to consumer tip. Mm -hmm. If you need to get a background closer to the face of someone, 
have the face closest to you and the background further away because when it's just like the anchor effect on the television when you're watching the news mm -hmm. that uh, logo is going to appear very close to their face even though they might be 50 feet in front of it right and that's just a good composition trick uh, that i do all the time but you'll see people taking pictures at you know the grand canyon or whatever and you got them as close up to the wall as something as you can get them and you're trying to get the whole <laughs> thing and the people are itty bitty and you, you just don't get, that's not a good picture. Right. But, you know, like with Capital One, I had the gentleman stand out in front really close to me. And then I had the Capital One banner behind him. And that kind of branding, people want branding in their photography. They mm -hmm. want it to show that it's their business. It's not just a stock looking photograph. And I specialize in that. All right, Molly. So you, you must have a, a rolling film in your head mm -hmm. of, of photographic locations. Sure. So you can... So you're looking all the time? I am. I can't help it. I, I, I see in LCD, and I have to really shut it off sometimes because it's not appropriate when I'm with my family to be constantly <laughs> looking for that little square. But I can't help myself, and I, I pull off the side of the road all the time. My hus it drives my husband crazy. But if I see it, I, I have to shoot it. I can't help myself. So you shoot it, then you have it in your head? Yes. It, it runs on a wire? All the way up and goes right yes. here and, and yes. you, you and have it locked away? Yes, and it's in the files. It's in the vault, and I'll remember it for later. Now, we know that in business, especially small business, everyone's pinching pennies. I mean, they're, sure. they're, they're, you know, and the idea of hiring a professional photographer for image and branding, it's one of those things that's, at least right now, it's climbing the totem pole of marketing, but it's, it's not as high as it probably should be. Sure. What are some of the things that you can bring to the table to, to raise it on the marketing um, totem pole? What are, what are some of the benefits of having someone professionally come in and do it as opposed? Because, I mean, let's face it, you can buy SLRs, for DSLRs for 600 bucks. Mm -hmm. You know, why, why, pay, why pay a $300 sitting fee for a, a slew of photos when I can buy the whole camera for 600 Tell us what sure. a professional brings to the table. A professional photographer, well, I, let, let me just make it easy. You're going to get that Grand Canyon photo. <laughs> I mean, if that's if that's the kind of representation you want for your business, then have at it. The professional is going to know the camera. I was just telling someone in a meeting um, that I was in for networking. I sat down with my camera, and I worked through the user manual front to back, and I tweaked every button, every dial, every menu item, I know that camera backwards and forwards. If I'm in a trench and need help with lighting, if it's bad lighting, I know how to accommodate for that. If it's a windy day, I know how to accommodate for that. Let's say it's um, stormy outside, but it's not raining, it's right. threatening, and you got that real green look, I know how to correct white balance. Um, but more than that, you're, you're paying for a professional's expertise. I know what a com good composed photo is gonna look like, I know I am a business owner, so I know what a business owner is looking for in their photos. Um, I, I would invite, and everyone says to me, well, you know, I've got a, a camera on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you sure do. We all do. And go ahead and post those on Facebook and hang a shingle and see if anyone will hire you to take photos for businesses. I mean, it's a real big distinction. And it's it's in the, anybody can take a great photo, 70 degree, 70 degree day with, you know, little puffy white clouds and a blue sky. Uh, but, you know, watch lighting, look at shadowing. Is it really the best representation of your business? And I would say more often than not, it's not. So if you do it wrong, it can even create a disconnect 
for the consumer because they well, see you and you know you may be the most professional corporation in town mm -hmm. but if your photography is shoddy on your website or on your facebook page or even in your printed materials it could cause it could cause a, a disconnect where people you wouldn't get the business no matter how good you were well i think it's a matter of being taken seriously um, you know, you can even have good photos that are Instagrammed. Everybody knows what an Instagram photo looks like, and they mm -hmm. know you did it through Instagram. <laughs> so, you know, it just shows you haven't invested in that level of marketing. You haven't invested in that branding. I really, I hate the word marketing. I prefer branding because your branding should be, it should be consistent across the board. And uh, some good quality photos can really do that. How many times have you done business with someone, you saw their photo on LinkedIn, or you, you met them, you saw their photo, and then and you met them in person, and it was a completely different person for one thing. So they don't look like themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. They're using a 20 year old photo, but they're, maybe their products are just a point and shoot. You know, there's a really good way to highlight products and it's not as expensive as you might think. You know, you, you get someone like me who's hungry. She's had some success, but she's, she's still a hustler and looking for that business down the line. I'm going to do my best to make it work for a small business. Cause I remember what it was like to be there and not be able to afford it for myself. Okay. How do I find you? You will find me, just go out in the street and yell Molly Corbett and somebody's going to know me. But other than that, you will find me at on Facebook at Molly Corbett Photography. And the distinction is I spell my name with an I-E, not a Y. And I'm also on Instagram at MCP Badass. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that on this podcast? Um, I'm on Twitter at Molly W. Corbett. And I, I do have a website. It's mollycorbett.com. And Corbett is spelled C-O-R-B-E-T-T. -T. But there's you'd be hard-pressed to, um, to miss me on social media and the web. And we'll have all of those links in the show notes, of course, for anybody who's oh, running Thank on you. the treadmill or driving down the road right now and doesn't want to take time to, to write that down. Thank you. What are some uh, – you, you said something about Instagram, and it, it immediately got me thinking to something that, that our friend Chris Jay told me one time. <laughs> he said, we can tell when you use stock photography. Mm -hmm. Yeah, would you Would you say that the, the consumer today, especially in the, the millennial generation, are very savvy as to where the photo came from? They know when something doesn't feel authentic. They may not know that it doesn't come from that area, but they can tell when they're looking at something that's been staged for a purpose. And um, yeah, they are very savvy to that. Is that important? Authentic? I think more and more, yes. Hmm. I think people are looking for real. They resonate with real. And when you're talking about developing business relationships, you definitely want real. So if your branding is reflecting authenticity and it's more likely you are going to connect with people on a very real level and increase your ability to do business with them. The internet is full of, of great resources and it, it you know, I, I probably learned more from YouTube videos in the last oh God, five yeah. years mm -hmm. than I did in college and high school and everything put together. What are some of your favorite resources when it comes to, to business branding? What, what are some people that maybe it's simply a business that you feel like is doing it right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's something that's more educational and says, Hey, this is the 12 step program for becoming better at branding yourself. Are there some resources that you find really, you know, tell the story? Absolutely. And, and, and frankly, they're local business owners that are colleagues and friends of mine. Um, and if it's, if it's all right, I'd like to mention them. Go um, ahead. First of all, the first person who ever got me to think about branding is a lady by the name of Amy Kennard and her business is uncommon sense marketing. 
And Amy was the first one to talk to me about a marketing calendar. She was the first person to talk to me about logos and making sure things are consistent across the board with your business and being really sure about how to talk about your business mm -hmm. and let people know what it is that you do. But then also to take risks in, in my business and, and to branch out in different areas. And that would be my friend and colleague, Rob Godet. Rob is a local entrepreneur and um, he's a serial entrepreneur. He's been doing it for a long time, but he's got uh, a lot of experience in um, the restaurant business. He was, I believe he was with Ryan Steakhouse for something like 12 or 16 years. But anyway, um, I draw on my colleagues for advice like that. I run ideas by them and I would encourage those listening mm -hmm. to draw from the people that they trust you know I my favorite photographer of all time is so easy and 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 simple and and you know it's of course she's my favorite it's Annie Leibovitz and um, I do watch what she does uh, and what she has done and I, I have every one of her books but the thing about Annie is that her work is is fine art. It's very specific, mm -hmm. and she's not. I'm not going to be able to copy her or emulate anything about her business wise. I can I can uh, draw from her in my fine artwork, which I certainly do. Right. But um, I look to locals when I'm looking for uh, good ideas for branding, how to shake things up, you know, how to best market something that I have coming up. You know, I've got a fine art show that I'll be uh, working on. I'm, I'm about to put out my model call for it. And uh, I like to keep those things secretive. That's another thing about my branding. I don't like to give everything out up front. I like <laughs> to make you wait for it and tease a little bit and develop a buzz. And when you are a good friend on Facebook, you can do that kind of thing. Right, right. Because you have an audience, you have influence. Mm -hmm. And they come to you, they follow you because they know that you've done this for them. If there was one thing that any business needs to do with regard to their brand using professional services, mm -hmm. what would that one thing be? And it can be, you know, not to put words in your mouth, but maybe it's every owner needs a headshot because they need to put that with every email they send out or they need to get a solid logo and put it out for, you know, don't don't just put text, you know, on your email, whatever. But what what is one thing that, that, that just pops in your mind that every business needs to do better? I make business decisions after I've gotten referrals mm -hmm. based on compelling photography. I, it sounds cliche because that's what I do. And of course it's opportunistic to say it, but if I get to a website and it's full of text and it doesn't have updated photos and the photos you, they either take forever to load because they weren't optimized for the web or the people in them are wearing clothes from 1983. Um, I'm just, I'm not, um, I'm not going to take that business as seriously. I want cutting edge. I want uh, iPhone marketing. You know, I mm -hmm. want that kind of crisp, clean representation. And I want to see it in the photos. I want to see it in Facebook. I want to see it on Twitter. I want to see it everywhere because I go to all those places right. when I look at a business. I just I don't just look at their website. And um, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for. I want to see pictures of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. What does it look like in action? The service that you perform. That's interesting to me. And I like video too. Mm -hmm. And authenticity. Yes, behind it. absolutely. Don't, don't portray yourself as something you're not. No, it's gotta be real. And I'll tell you what you meet. I meet business people all the time. I, I always, I call them the, um, the crusty dad types because I have a crusty dad and he loves me and he knows I feel that way about him. But no, there are some people that just don't have a warm personality. Maybe they're a little, uh, 
weary of this world, but mm-hmm. they're good business people. They've got a good product to sell or a good service to sell. I always talk about my guys at Gateway Tire and Auto. I love those guys, mm-hmm. but you know, they're not cocktail party guys. Right. But what they do is so important for us. I mean, they just made a repair on my AC this morning that it saved me so much money. And I trust them when I go in. I know that the dollars I lay on the counter are going to fix the problem. And if it doesn't, I can come back and they'll fix it for free. Mm-hmm. They are, uh, they're not the best conversationalists, but they're good, honest guys. And they, they are who they are every time I walk into that place. And I appreciate that in the people with whom I do business. And I'm looking for it. If I don't get a good feeling from you from the beginning, I don't know. I like I like to do business with people I like, just like you said, Jerry. And if I don't like you pretty quick when I meet you, I'm probably not going to do business with you. Mm-hmm. If I had to give one piece of advice based upon what we've talked about, that that would be be intentional. Yeah. Don't don't just come away haphazardly. Mm-hmm. You'd be better off not to do anything at all than to do something haphazardly. That, that, absolutely, absolutely. And so, as, again, thank you for coming in. We Thanks we for appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to the next time that we can talk. That's great. Thank you. That will do it for this episode of the Biz Tools Podcast. Molly, thank you so much. A lot of fun. We hope you have found the information today to be useful for your business. If you have any questions, please post them on the comment section of the show notes. We'll do our best to answer them. The show notes for this and all of our episodes are available at biz, spelled B-I-Z, toolspodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. If you have an iPhone and don't know how to subscribe, we've posted a helpful video to show you how. It's also at biztoolspodcast.com. We'd love for you to rate our podcast on iTunes. Now, that means rate it really good. Uh, so that more people will know about it. Until next time. Remember, applied knowledge is power. Go be the leader you were always meant to be. So long, everybody.